microgreens for growers and consumers. Episode number one. So the first question or the first podcast we need to discuss, what are microgreens? What are these green little things that grow and are allegedly healthy? How does that work? Why would I want to grow them? Why would I want to consume them? What does it matter? Well, to jump right into it, microgreens are amazing simply because they are. Most of us, actually all of us, do not get enough greens in our diet because we have to eat so many of them to get the photochemicals and vitamins our bodies require to run the way it should. So then, unless you buy organic vegetables, the product will be non-nutritious, loaded with pesticides and herbicides. And as we know, eating organic can become expensive, and sometimes there's not the supply that we need. So, eating microgreens is the best way to get all the good stuff in one little package. One handful of microgreens is the same as eating two two entire adult plants. Of the same microgreen. For example, you would have to eat two to four entire heads of broccoli to get the same nutritional value in one handful of microgreens. As stated on the National Center of Biotechnology Information, I'll post the link at the bottom. Current malnutrition statistics are high and exasperated by contemporary agricultural practices. They damage our environment on which the product of nutritious food depends. As the world's population continues to grow at an unprecedented rate, food systems must be revised to provide adequate nutrition while minimizing environmental impacts. So, one of the good things that we need to have is microgreens because the edible colletal of many vegetables, herbs, and flowers is a newly emerging crop. That's not really that new. It's been around since like the 70s or 80s. But, you know, people are getting to hear about it again. So, we're going to call it a newly emerging crop. It may be a dense source of nutrition and has the potential to be produced in just about any location. What that means is that you can literally grow microgreens at home in whatever room you want. Like for us, we converted a laundry room into a growing room. The nutritional value of the resulting microgreens is quantitatively larger compared to almost every published nutritional data on any mature vegetable. I'll put some links for some studies that have been done that prove all this sciencey, techie stuff that mm, I really don't quite understand myself. What I can tell you, though, is cauliflower contains 10 to 100 times higher levels of glucophin uh, than the corresponding mature plants. How I mispronounced that word, I don't want to hear about it. This is a judgment-free zone, just so we're all clear on that. I may stumble on my words. I may have issues. But this, this podcast, this is all about me and my personality. Therefore, it is definitely not going to be production level perfect, but it's going to be me trying to share my information about how I can help you Learn how to do things differently. A lot of farmers are growing microgreens because it's a high profitable crop. So what that means is that, excluding marijuana, microgreens are the, the 
most profitable crop that any farmer can grow, which is the good selling part. Most farmers want to grow them because they sell them to high-end restaurants and the restaurants put them on their dishes and everything looks pretty and everybody's excited. That sounds great. I grow them because I have a teenager who's an athlete who likes to run and because of that he wanted something more nutritious and something that he felt would be beneficial to him. So we started growing microgreens. In our laundry room, we sealed it, we added air conditioners, we added fans, we added a humidity control, and we put in shelves. This is our great growing room where we started our business. We did it to help my son eat more nutritiously and honestly to have something that he could eat, that he could eat at his space on his time, because when he's training or doing things, it's kind of hard to always sit down for a family dinner. At the same time, whenever I would buy like a head of broccoli, I'm just going to admit it, they would go bad in my fridge. And broccoli turns yellow. Uh, some kind of stuff starts oozing out of it. It's just not a good thing. And that happens to me all the time. So instead, what I decided to do was grow my own vegetables. And I have a little bit of a window ledge. So I would grow my vegetables and I would cut them as I'd want to eat them. Or my son would literally pick them as he wanted to eat them. To the point where we couldn't keep enough on our windowsill and had to create a grow room. We have done that now for a period of time. And I will tell you, I don't get sick as often. I feel healthier. I may not eat the right things yet. But you know, all things are progress. And currently, we're going through this horrible thing in our country where we're dealing with this coronavirus and everyone's freaking out not knowing what to do and they're buying all the food like all the food I don't even know where people are going to do if we really shut down all the grocery stores I don't anticipate that but it's real luckily I have enough seeds that I could grow enough nutritiously rich vegetables that could sustain me for probably a year just with what I have in my local fridge. So I know some people want to consume vegetables and microgreens because they're super nutritious. Absolutely. That's what we're targeting them for. We like to help people who are sick, maybe people who have cancer, other diseases who can't necessarily eat a lot of food and don't want an entire plate of broccoli heads and would just rather have a small handful of microgreens to get that same nutritional content. That's who we really want to help. We also want to help those who are malnourished and can't. We also want to help the people who just don't have the space to farm but want to get a nutritious product. Basically, it's so simple. What you do is you just have to wait for the What to Do podcast to know how to grow them, which I will go into depth with you about. In addition... Why do you want to eat them? You want to eat them because they're healthy. They're super good for you. So what we've done is we've created other products besides just standard traditional microgreens. We actually have some really cool products we'll tell you about. We have a dehydrated process, a dehydration process where we keep 99% of the nutritional benefits. Maybe it's 97. I don't know. Again, not a scientist. Don't pretend to be. Don't desire to be. Just want to be me. But based on my research, about 97% of the nutrients the nutrients stay inside 
with our special process for dehydration, and we turn those into a powder form. So some people who just want something that's shelf-stable, we make that happen. We are also working on an invention of teas, so therefore people can get uh, a tea where they drink it once a day, and it's going to be infused with broccoli microgreens. Therefore, they have access to the second most nutritious microgreen on the planet. Speaking of why microgreens and a little bit about them, kind of mentioned a few little things. Hope you've enjoyed it. But I want you to also know what is the most nutritious microgreen. It would be sunflower, which is interesting because I don't particularly love sunflower microgreens. I find they have a unique taste, not a bad taste, just not my favorite, my favorite flavor profile. But as this podcast goes on, we're going to go into each of the microgreens we grow, talking about the nutritional benefits of them, what their flavor profile is, and all the things about that specific microgreen. But for now, I just want to explain to you why and what are microgreens. So as you know, they're about two-inch plants that contain the best way I've heard it explained is this. So at day seven to day 10, all the nutrients that a plant is going to get are in the plant. So it's about two inches tall at this point. And that's all the nutrients it's going to get. As your head of broccoli, if you will, can, continues to grow larger and larger and larger, um, that nutrition just disperses throughout the plant. But no additional nutrients are really gained. Um, some could argue that maybe if you add nutrients to your soil that there could be nutrients added, but usually that's just to sustain what's already existing. And then when they're harvested and whatnot, it loses all that nutritional value anyway. So, but at between day seven and 10, it has all the nutrients. So all we do is we simply sell the living block of microgreen. You cut it as you want to eat it and you get all the nutrients. Because as you know, as you cut produce from anything, the nutritional content starts to lower. By being able to harvest it and eat it alive, you get to not lose that nutritional value, which is the greatest thing about microgreens. So there's a little bit of information about what are microgreens or why microgreens, if you will. Hopefully I've explained it. If you have more questions, again, new to this whole podcasting world, not necessarily worried about being perfect because I myself am a very flawed individual I like flaws. I feel like it gives you character, makes you who you are. So in a nutshell, microgreens are superfoods, very nutritious, very good for you. Everybody should eat them. Microgreens for growers and consumers. Episode number one. Thank you. Have a great day. And I look forward to talking to you next week about how you grow them. 